was a lot. That, that almost sounded rehearsed. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? Why are you looking at Why are you looking at a piece of paper right now? <laughs> uh, uh, what? No. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to How the Fuck Did You Get That Job? The show where two not so interesting guys ask interesting people one question and interrupt them as they try to answer it. Joining me today is my co-host of How the Fuck Did You Get That Job, David Jaffin. When he's not co-hosting the world's greatest podcast, he's working as a content manager from Vayner Sports. He's the longest tenured employee of the sports agency founded by Gary and AJ Vaynerchuk and has produced content with athletes like Chicago Bears wideout Allen Robinson, Carolina Panthers quarterback Kyle Allen, and Oregon star Vernon Adams. David, welcome to our show. And how the fuck did you get that job? For bringing me on this wonderful podcast that, that we're, we're getting started. So it starts probably when I was in fifth or sixth grade, I quickly realized that I was one of the worst athletes on my team. You know, not the worst, never the worst, good enough to get by, had had the defense, you know, had the mind, would always understand kind of what plays were supposed to be running, but never had the speed to execute them. And it was it was a tough ride, but sports real were something. Gr- real grinder, real gym rat. Oh, yeah. I loved gym. Because, like, I was, like, the guy who goes way too hard in gym, and it's fine, and that was me. And even then, I was, like, just above average. I was, like, I was never the last guy. If we were doing, like, backyard football, I'd be, like, second or third to last guy picked. That self-awareness, I, I won't break that down. That self-awareness, because that self-awareness is important. Was there, like, a particular moment where you're, like, I'm not as fast as these guys? Or, like, because I definitely had those as a not-so-great athlete myself. The presidential challenge was, like, tough. I was running 10 minute miles, not 930 miles, not I think like 845 was my best time. So I was never a fast guy. But my love of sports didn't stop. I wanted to work in sports. That was kind of my goal from middle school onward, just get something in sports. Sandy Montag, we I grew up in Arts in New York. It's a small town about one square mile. And he was a superstar agent. So I used to pick his brain a little bit. And I saw through him and his success that there was a real career in sports, not knowing what exactly I wanted to do, but hey, this is a path that I can take. What are the next steps to do that? Went to Syracuse University. It was four hours from my hometown. They had a great sports management program. Michael Jordan's agent started it, David B. Falk, and there that was like a clear path. Hey, you know, this is for people who wanted to get into the sports industry. Spent four years there, had a great time, learned a lot. Fast forward to junior year of college, I got an internship with Vayner Sports. Really saw the opportunity there. They were growing uh, a sports agency uh, that provided extreme value to players, you know, on the field and off the field and leveraging these guys' platforms while they're still in the league. And I thought they were really up to something. So from the second I walked in that door, I said, I'm gonna give it my all as an intern, do whatever it's gotta do, coffee runs, go to Ohio, drive to Ohio for Braxton Miller's camp, as both of us did. Um, Just provide as much value as possible. And hey, you know, if there's a job at the end of the tunnel, great. If not, I learned a lot and put my best foot forward. So ended up getting that job uh, as AJ's assistant. And Break that down, though. How'd, you, how'd you go from intern to employee? Because that was a transition that I tried to make at the exact same organization and did not do as smoothly as you. I, I offered AJ a ride to Penn State and a ride back from Penn State. Just over, I overheard that he would, he was going to be stuck in Penn State or he didn't know how to get back. And I was like, hey, AJ, you want me to drive out to Penn State? 
Uh, I also think that since I was New York based, it was a little easier to bring me on. Uh, yeah, I think actually getting into the dirt of that, of like, of how you, because for everybody listening, like I, as David and I, where, what David didn't mention is we met at Vayner Sports at that internship and I changed his life forever and was, yeah, I, I'm putting those words into your mouth. Um, but <laughs> what, uh, at the end of the summer, I reached out to AJ and I was like, hey, I want to come on full time. I'm going to give up the rest of my grad school to stay on here full time. And I just asked for a salary that I thought I, I just calculated what would be the bare minimum for me to survive on like a bunk bed in Queens. And I was like, ask for that to just stay on. And you went a different route, had more success. So I just want to break that yeah, down. Yeah. Um, I think providing as much, uh, both of us provided a lot of um, value as interns over the summer. One thing that I did was I just continued. I, I said, hey, AJ, at the end of the internship, uh, instead of asking for something, I was like, hey, I'll continue. I still have another year of school. Um, I'm not, I don't need any income right now. Um, let me just stay on as an intern. Uh, whatever you guys need remotely. Obviously, we're in a remote world right now. You're able to work from anywhere, which is a blessing in itself. And I said, hey, let me work remotely. Let me take uh, notes on team calls, marketing calls, whatever it is, whatever projects you have. And I think that kind of, you know, showed him, hey, this guy's in it and is ready to work. And then, and that's, I think that just shows the value of working for free. Definitely. And then the transition finally, like, so then it comes around to May, you're graduating, you're an, in, you're, you're an intern. How do you make the transition from then as, you know, you've been an intern for about a year at that point. How, what was that transition like to working? Luckily, I mean, it was a lot of people start their first jobs right after graduation. I was lucky enough where it didn't feel like a real first day. I kind of knew everybody. Uh, they knew me. They were familiar with me and how I worked. And now we're here. I want to take things back to our first tw ever Twitter conversation as interns. I forget. Yeah. What, if, you, <laughs> if you pulled that off the top of your head, I would be very impressed. So since you don't remember, what out of anything – any human that really struck us as significant during our time as interns, what do you think caught our eye on social media that we messaged each other for the first time after being interns? Did I send it to you or did you send it to me? Um, I, so you sent it to me. This is tough. You did your research. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. What, Braxton Miller? Something Braxton Miller related? No, that's a great guess, though. It was a tweet where one of the co-founders of the agency we interned at, Mook Williams, had called into the radio show Sway in the Morning <laughs> and <laughs> got his question on the air with Sway in the Morning, and you sent me the clip. <laughs> Okay. You thought you'd enjoy taking that trip down memory lane. But I wanted to use that as a transition into you've been around some of the you, – you even more than me have spent a ton of time with some of the guys in the industry. I mean, Vayner Sports isn't, you know, the top agency like CAA or like – not one of these like legacy agencies, but they are up there as one of the top agencies in the NFL right now and some of the, with some of the top agents in the NFL. And you've spent a lot of time with them. What do you think differentiates between 
a good agent and a bad agent in 2020. One, empathy for the player and just being there and, like, almost being that family person, right? Like, no matter what, I'm going to pick up the phone for you. And I think most agents do that, hopefully, um, outside of Vayner Sports. Um, I think another, honestly, is just doing, doing homework. Um, always staying up to date on exactly what's going on in every single field within sports, whether it's the sponsorship side, the marketing side, or, and obviously the representation side. Um, if you're staying up to date with the CBA um, and staying up to date with what, how the landscape of sports is changing daily, uh, I think that really pushes you forward as a good agent. Uh, I think agents can get kind of, and this, this is just, my perception of, you know, agents at other places is, you know, they could, you, you sign a big name, you sign the contract, you go away, you come back for another contract versus, you know, in the dirt, learning daily. Uh, I think that's just to be successful in any field, but especially in the agency field about, again, how the landscape's talking to experts um, about what the future holds uh, for the NFL. Great point, because you're judged you judge so much on how, so much of how you're judged from the outside as an agent is that one big deal. So if that one big deal comes through and you do look like the hero, I, it would be very tough to get fired up to get back into the dirt and be like, all right, what's next? Like when, when you know that no matter what, over the last three years, you can point to that number and be like, Hey, under 20 million guaranteed over five. I did. Yeah, that. you could just point to that, right? That's an easy out versus being in the dirt, reading every single, reading articles daily about how the landscape's changing. I think that's something um, that AJ does a great job of, and our agents at Vayner Sports too. Let's talk to a little bit about what your your goals for the podcast. This this cool. podcast that we're hope, we're starting. I honestly, so through Vayner Sports, I've come in contact with a lot of talented people using our freelance model of designers. Um, I've come into a lot of interesting videographers, a lot of content people. Um, and while I've used them and they've had great success on our platforms and they're awesome people, I, I know them, but I really want to hear their stories. And I think it'd be super interesting to get a lot of them on the podcast. So that's one thing I want to hear their stories. I want to hear why, how the first time they downloaded Photoshop, what that looked like, what, and how they're successful today. I think, too, also, sports is an industry that is 90% networking. It's who you know. It's, it's just learning about different people and how different people work. It's a lot of psychology that goes into it as well. And I think using this podcast just to talk to as many people as a platform um, and, and just learning, hey, how, how did they get that job? Everybody's got a different journey. Uh, I... When I was in college, I was like, ah, what's going to happen, right? There's so much uncertainty, right? And there always is uncertainty in life. But I think us providing this platform and learning and hearing the stories of different successful people in sports and everybody has a different road and how they traveled, how they, you know, overcame obstacles and where they are today and what they've learned and what does the future hold for them and sports. So that's, the, that's my answer. That's good. That was, that was a lot. That, that almost sounded rehearsed. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? Why are you looking down? Why are you looking down at a piece of paper right now? <laughs> uh, uh, what? No, me, I didn't know you were gonna end. No. <laughs> um, what 
So I'm going to be your co-host. We've been friends for 2017, so three years now, but like like a tight three years, definitely. We've for sure. Been, we've been through the ringer together already. Just for, it, feels like, it feels like 10 years, but I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. I'm same boat. Same. Jerry's still out. Um, yeah. What are, what's, what's one thing – What's one thing that makes you nervous about starting this podcast with me, speci- me specifically? It's <laughs> a good question. I'm going to ask you this question too. Thanks. I think one might be, I mean, you're a hard worker. You're one of the hardest working people. And this, I'm turning this into a compliment. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you're one of the hardest working people I know. And you work a lot. And sometimes I think it might be too much and we can cut some of this. <laughs> but, no, no. <laughs> uh, I think I think yeah. you might want to. If this really takes off and we're doing good and whatever, you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to record every single day and multiple and hopefully it does. But you know, every single day, multiple episodes. We need to all, all you do. You're gonna. Well, you have a. <laughs> you, you get stuck on some things right now, and it's like if the podcast is something you get really stuck on, you're like, dude, we gotta amp it up, dude. Like, <laughs> no, fuck your job. We're doing the podcast full time. Like. So that that's uh that's I guess my one concern. But if that I mean, listen, if we can do full time, awesome. That was a great <laughs> answer. I volunteer too much. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm too good of a guy. I'm too good of a guy, Jake. I care too much about my family. Um, yeah, I was looking for more of that. But yeah, that one works too. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do you want the people? To, what else do you want the people to know about how how the fuck did you get that job? What what can they expect the what can they expect from from the first couple of, or like from us what can they expect from us they can expect a wide array of sports professionals whether it be content creators people in front office agents we want to touch the whole landscape of sports and break it down for you guys as i wish i i want this to be something that i would have loved to listen to in high school in college especially just because in the sports, and I, I spoke about it before, but sports landscape is super interesting, right? When you say you want to become a doctor, okay, how to become a doctor, you look it up on Google, okay, I got to go to college, then I got to go to med school, I got to do residency, I got to do fellowship, and then after 10, 15 years of schooling, I become a doctor. If you get enough good enough grades, you get into med school, your, your plan is set, right? Same thing with lawyer, it's you you can do it right and within sports there's no how to get into sports you look that up on google you're going to find a lot of different answers and a lot of different paths and that's why i think this podcast will be great and we'll hear from a lot of different people and their journeys and how they made it to where they are today that was freaking awesome that was a that was an unreal answer um i know i said that a lot during this yeah jake you're just gassing me up man which is probably a good sign that from my from my co-host I got this all written down. Right here, look. Is this two bullet points? Coffee for your house. Drink coffee. Sounds smart. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's my mission statement. Well, thank you, honestly, for thank you, thank you for doing this with me. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm not like over, I don't now. I don't want to sound overly excited about it because I don't want to, you know. Scare you off, but um, <laughs> don't get too excited, Jake. Don't be yourself. 
I think I think we can do something really cool with this. And I'm sure I'm, I'll, I'm sure you're gonna ask similar questions, so I won't go off too much on how I want to do this podcast. But I'm excited that the guy I'm doing it with one one of my best friends, but two more like two. I genuinely think you can bring value to the like those kids that you're talking about that are in high school, college, wondering how do I get into sports. And I think you're yeah. They're wondering how the fuck did you get that job? And that's the answer. Just listen to the podcast. We're going to make it short and sweet. We're going to shout out Jake Miller on the edit. Shout out Jake's sister. This is an extremely high end or uh, operation we're running. Um, no offense to your sister. Uh, she's, she's about to get it. She's about to get. She's she's got. She's getting she's paid. College degree on the way. We we support small business. And, but no, it's going to be tight episodes. Uh, we're going to yeah. try to value the, your guys' time more than anything else and give you as much value in those, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes. If, if it's 30 minutes of value, we're going to give you 30 minutes of value. Um, but I think David Javin going to be the biggest part of bringing that to oh, thanks, Jake. Making my heart warm. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a double episode with David introducing me as the other co-host. I don't know if we're going to release these as a double episode or one or the other, but get ready for that. We'll figure it out. Thanks for thanks for being on this ride. If you're one of the original listeners, please we 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 value you so much. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know. We value you like family. Yeah. Mom, dad, and then that once and Jake and, our, and, and, and uh, how the fuck did you get that job, original listeners? Send us your yes. Twitter handles and we will put them up in a shrine. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. See you.